0: Hello, welcome to the Equippers International Podcast. This is our short version where we're studying the book of Hebrews. We're in chapter 10. I'm going to start reading in verse 4, and I'll read through verse 10. For it is impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. Therefore, when he comes into the world, he says, Sacrifice and offering you have not desired, but a body you have prepared for me. In whole burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin you have not taken pleasure. Then I said, Behold, I have come, in the scroll of the book it is written of me, to do your will, O God. After saying above, Sacrifices and offerings and whole burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin you have not desired, nor have you taken pleasure in them, which are offered according to the law, then he said, Behold, I have come to do your will. He takes away the first in order to establish the second. By this, we will have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Well, these are great verses. There is so much here this morning that I want to talk about, but I'm sure I won't get through all of it. But remember yesterday, we talked about the removal of the consciousness of sin. And in those three first verses of chapter 10, the writer talks about this idea of being made perfect, that the worshiper is brought to a place of completion. We talked about perfection yesterday and how it's not along moral lines, but it's more along the line of us coming into a place of fullness as God designed us to be in our being, in our relationship to Him. And all this was accomplished through the sacrifice of Jesus. Now, the writer is going to take up a couple of very important truths to support his presentation or his argument, if you want to put it that way. First one is in verse 4. He says, it is impossible For the blood of bulls and goats to take away sin. So in a very real sense, under the old covenant, we understand that the sacrificial system was not there to take away sin. It was there for the worshipers to be able to experience their sin being covered, never fully taken away. And this is very important. And then the writer goes in, in verses 6 through 9, in this little, what I would call, his own hermeneutic or his own interpretation of several Old Testament passages from the book of Psalms and from the book of Ezra and Jeremiah and Ezekiel. And he kind of pieces together this idea, and it's a pretty radical thing he does here. And he says that sacrifices and offerings were never really desired by God in the first place. Now you might say, well, why in the world did God put all that into place? Well, I have a long opinion about that. don't have time to go into it in the short version of our episodes here for the book of Hebrews. But let it suffice to say that much of what God did with the children of Israel was more in His response to where they were than it was to reflect His actual perfect will for them. What I mean by that is that God came to the children of Israel with an intention to relate to them directly. If you remember, this happened when Moses came off the mountain and he received instruction from God to bring the children of Israel to the mountain the next day because he wanted to commune with them. He wanted to be with them. And the children of Israel were petrified. They were scared of all this smoke and fire. Then the children of Israel responded there at the foot of the mountain, and they said, we don't want to relate directly with you. We want Moses to be our intermediary. And in that response, God responded to them with the giving of the law. He then put into place all the things that were going to dictate to the children of Israel how they would relate to God through this perfunctory observation of law which would carry with it rewards and consequences and curses based on their obedience or disobedience. It was never God's design for them to have to relate to him in this way. He acquiesced, if you can put it that way, to where they were. And that's, I believe, what the writer of Hebrews is saying. And he's revealing something about God's heart in this whole situation when he says, You know, these sacrifices and burnt offerings, they never brought me pleasure. Because what I wanted was I wanted your heart. And so he sends Jesus Christ. He uses this word, body, he said he prepared a body for Jesus. He prepared the incarnation event so that Jesus could come into the world. And we've looked at it in extensive detail in our previous episodes early in this book where the writer lays out why Jesus coming as a man was so important and how he can relate and how he connects with the human race. So he says that I prepared a body for for Jesus, So he could come and he could do the work that was necessary in order to bring us to God, in order to be the perfect sacrifice that would be able to remove sin. And this is the crux of the conversation. This is the greatest truth. He says there in verse 9, He takes away the first in order to establish the second. What is the first? The first is the sacrificial system that was never truly the highest desire of God in the first place. And then he replaces it with the second. The second is his body. The second is his obedience to die as the perfect sacrifice to bring in this new and living way. And the verse 10 says, And by this... By this second means by which Jesus died and shed his blood, he says, by this we will have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. What a powerful verse. Key thoughts. One, it is a past tense event. We will have been sanctified. That means that Jesus sanctified us. He set us apart. That's what sanctification means. Again, many times we interpret sanctification along the lines of moral behavior. And we say sanctification in the Christian life is all about us cleaning up our lives. Or even we become spiritual about it and saying allowing God to clean up our lives. Well, there are many things that happen in our lives as the natural overflow of who we are in Christ. So I'm not taking away the fact that our lives will begin to look different at the longer we walk with the lord but true sanctification is accomplished through what jesus christ did through his body on the cross as the perfect sacrifice god set us apart Sanctification means to be set apart and to be declared holy by God, to have a purpose to represent Him and to live for Him. And so Jesus has sanctified us, and He sanctified us when He offered His body on the cross. And He did this once and for all. It is not an event that is repeated over and over again. He has finished the work that was necessary. And we get to enter into it. So there's so many beautiful truths in these few verses in chapter 10. I mentioned in a couple of episodes previously that I really believe the crux of this book lies in this chapter. What the writer of Hebrews is concluding in chapter 10 about the work of Jesus, about removing the consciousness of sin by taking sin away completely and putting, sanctifying us for God's purpose once and for all, this is the heartbeat of the gospel. And this is the invitation that the scripture and the beautiful truths that the writer of Hebrews is pulling out, this is the invitation that he's given to us to believe these things and to walk in them every day. So be strong and courageous and love Jesus more.